Hi guys, and welcome to the Searching for Better podcast. Today, I'm going to go through a tip that has really helped me to stop worrying about things that I can't control. And this is such a big topic. I feel like we all struggle with this, whether it's a family member, whether it's a situation, whether it's a a person, we all really stress about things that are outside our control. And we know this, but it's the whole thing of how do we change that? So today I'm going to go through one simple strategy that I got from the seven, seven habits of highly effective people. It's a really simple thing that honestly has just helped me so much in shifting my thinking and my energy and making sure that I really focus on the things that I can control and learning how to tell what those are and how to let go of the things that aren't in my control. So if you struggle with this type of thing, this is definitely the episode for you. Have a listen. It's a super simple strategy that I think you will definitely love to take on board. Hi there and welcome to Searching for Better. I'm Julia and I'm the blogger behind searchingforbetter.net, which is now the podcast. Searching for Better is all about exploring ideas on how to find our path in life and to live it wholeheartedly. So welcome to our show and I really, really hope you enjoy it. Okay, so I'm super excited to get into this topic today because it's something that I have always struggled with, especially when it comes to worrying. I'm a huge worry wart. I stress about things all the time. I often get a lot of anxiety about things and usually it's things that I can't control or things that I shouldn't be worrying about. So basically what happened is I started reading the book, The Highly, uh, sorry, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, and it's a fantastic read. It sold 25 million copies. Obviously, there's a reason for that. It's such a great book. And it was so interesting because I did pick up this book uh, probably about five years ago, and I was thinking, I don't know what this guy's talking about. So I kind of read the first chapter, put it away, um, didn't think much about it. And then a couple maybe two weeks ago, I was like, oh, you know what? It feels right. I feel like I should be reading this. So I took it out and I love when that happens when you get a sense like, no, I need to read this. Obviously, there's some reason why. And all of his work and everything I've read so far, I'm about halfway through it, has resonated with me so much. It makes so much sense. And it's always so interesting to see, you know, when we pick up a book the first time versus the second time and how our perspective really changes how much that book delivers and how it resonates with us. I know definitely the person who I was then when I tried to pick it up is very different to the person that I am now and just goes to show, you know, especially the fact that sometimes we're ready for something and sometimes we have to give it time and wait until we are ready. So before I get straight into this strategy, I do want to go through a bit of Stephen Covey's um, first chapter just to give you a bit of background to the strategy to the strategy and you know that way it just helps us understand it better I just feel like if we know this a bit more then we'll be able to utilize it a bit better so his first habit in his book is about being proactive and that was really interesting because when I read it you know when we think of proactive we think of being proactive, doing things, you know, trying to think of things before we do them and being, you know, being on the ball and whatnot. But he takes a really different approach and uses uses this term in such a different meaning. And if you've listened to some of my previous podcasts or, re- or read some of my work, a value that I hold um, really close to me is that we always have the power to choose differently. And this is something that I learned through everything with my brother, his illness, grief, Despite what happens to us and the circumstances that we deal with, which is obviously something that's outside of our control, the one thing that we can always control is our behavior and our actions and our decisions. So this is what 
Stephen Covey calls a proactive person. So basically he says a proactive person is someone who takes responsibility for their own lives and acknowledges their ability to choose their own response and takes responsibility for that. So that's a really important point because then he goes on to explain someone who is more reactive, which is the other side of the coin. So he says that a reactive person is someone who is affected by their social environment or by the social weather. So when people treat them well, they feel well. When people don't, they become defensive or protective and they build their emotional lives around the behavior of others and empowering the weakness of others to control them. So basically what they do is they don't live off their values, whereas a proactive person does. Why is this important in this strategy? So he has this idea that we have two circles. We have the circle of influence and we have the circle of of concern. So he says that throughout our lives, we have lots of different problems. So we have our health, our children, problems at work, the national debt, nuclear war. These are the things that he talks about. But, you know, day to day, for us in the circle of concern, what are the things that we worry about would be, you know, our family, our friends, what we should be doing, what people expect us to do, um, you know, what people say, people's behavior, how they react. There's so many things that we worry about. You know, if someone's ill, what's going to happen? There's so many things. So that is in our circle of concern. And his whole strategy is to actually divide those things and the things that we worry about into the circle of concern and the circle of influence. So obviously the circle of concern is the things that we worry about, but they're not the things that we can control. Whereas a circle of influence are the things that we worry about that we can do something about, that we can, you know, there's something that we can do there to change that. And this has been a really big learning curve for me because I am somebody who stresses so much about what people say, what people think, how people are going to react, what my family needs, what my family expects, so many situations. And I just want to give you a really brief example of what I used to be like versus now. So for example, circle of concern, we always worry about people's behavior and the way they react towards us. And often we take that personally and think that it's in a circle of influence and it's something that we can control, right? So overseas, I have a certain family member who's very on and off. And sometimes she'd be wonderful, really easy to get along with, you know, was talking, making conversation and other times for absolutely no understanding that I had or, you know, I had no idea why she would just switch off. She'd be really frustrated. Um, and she definitely would direct some of that towards me and in our interactions. So what happened was when I used to go there and I used to get that, what I would do was I'd assume that it was in my circle of influence and I'd do everything I could to try and please her. I'd ask her what was wrong. You know, if you need anything, I try and buy her things to cheer her up, you know, like ice creams and take her out and make all this effort. And it really didn't make much of a difference because it was actually my circle of concern. Yes, I was concerned and worried about it, but was it something that I could control? Definitely not, obviously, because it didn't matter what I did, it didn't change the situation. So a couple of years later, um, I went with a friend and we sort of got the same thing where one day she was really fantastic and the next day she was really switched off. But the difference was, and now I look back at this situation, I was not conscious of this strategy Um, until I read it and really understood that that's what I was doing. Obviously, my values had shifted. And instead of working off and being a reactive person and working off the impulse of others and the behavior of others, I was actually looking at her and reacting from a point of my principles, which was to value myself. And part of that to me meant 
you know, if someone was having a bad day and they were treating me a certain way, that did not mean that I needed to go out of my way and people please and make myself unhappy. But instead it would mean I would value myself. I would choose to step back, respect myself, give that person space, but not do that groveling and that trying to get that sense of approval anymore. So when I went back, I was working off without, again, without realizing I was working in my circle of influence when it came to her. I was like, okay, well, no, I can't control her behavior. Look, she's not on it today. She's, she's obviously had a bad day. She's, something's happened. She's got, has changed your behavior that's fine I'm choosing not to acknowledge that behavior I'm going to take a step back and I'm going to manage my own behavior and be the person that I am regardless of who she is and not try to keep changing who I am and my behavior to make her feel better and this isn't a negative thing I think it's just the fact that we that we learn again that this is something that is in our circle of concern and the only thing that I could do the thing that was in my circle of influences influence sorry was my own behavior so I didn't choose to be bitchy about it or complain about it I just accepted the fact that this is the type of person that she is and I need to know in my own way that I'm you know the most important thing that I can do is accept that and just stick to my own guns and stand my own ground and take a step back, walk away from the situation or do what I was doing anyways and not alter my behavior to suit her. So this is one big example, but I feel like it just is such a fantastic way to look at things because there are so many things that are in our circle of influence or that we think should be in our circle of influence that really are in our circle of concern. And another one is family, right? How many times have we had situations that we try to control? We try to do so many things to please family because we think that we can influence their behavior or their mindset of us when in reality we can't. So this is another learning curve for me. Again, you know, my grandparents, fantastic, loving grandparents, but we really don't see eye to eye about a few situations in particular, you know, the way I handle things with my dad. And again, I used to really put that in my circle of influence, try and explain myself, try and make them see my point of view. And after a couple of years, I realized that I'm trying to move something in my circle of of influence that really should be in my circle of concern. You know, that is not something that I can control. The only thing I can influence is myself, again, and my behavior. So instead, I choose to set firm boundaries, which is my circle of influence. And therefore, you know, for example, any conversations that I feel uncomfortable with, I no longer take part in. That's what I can influence. And that's, again, off that value, that principle of choosing myself and knowing my boundaries and still being respectful and understanding of other people's opinions, but also valuing my own as well and not trying to readjust myself based on other people's impulses or behaviors. So again, it's really about making that shift and looking at every situation and saying, okay, is this in my circle of influence or is this in my circle of concern? And I've really learned a lot from that lately, especially, you know, again, in situations with with friends or people that we know, you know, if someone's said something that would usually rub me the wrong way, I would take a step back and go, okay, is this in my circle of influence? influence can I change this person by making a smart ass comment back you know no I will not I'll actually just make the situation worse and just aggravate the situation so I choose to say okay this is not in my circle of influence so I'm not going to worry about it I'm going to be who I am I'm going to live by my principles I'm going to worry about my own behavior and what I think is important versus reacting to someone else's response and this has been so important for me because there are so many things that I overthink for example you know my dog I had to take him to the vet he's got a bit of an infection and usually this is something that would really stress me out and I had to again take a step back and say okay what's in my circle of influence in this situation I can take him to the vet I can make sure he has his biotics I can make sure that you know I continue to wash the area where the infection is with salt water these are the things in my circle of influence these are the actions that I can control 
but worrying about the future and what's going to happen and whether this is going to work or that's going to work, that's in my circle of concern. And that's not something that I can control. But I give all, if I give all my energy to that, then it's no wonder that we have no energy to actually worry about the things or focus on the things I should say in our circle of influence. So this is another great strategy to actually see where our energy goes and Really, it's about taking back our power, taking back our energy and really using it in places that are worth using it in, places that will actually make a difference, which is obviously, again, in our circle of influence. So I hope that you like this strategy. It's really helped me to, again, take a step back, take an objective view, look at situations and really ask myself, you know, am I being a proactive person or a reactive person? Because a reactive person lives in that circle of concern and a proactive person lives in that circle of influence. It really hones us back and actually makes us focus on the things that are important to us and the things that we can control versus the things that we can't. And honestly, this has been, I I can't get over it. It's been such a game changer. It's such a simple way to look at things, but that's the thing about self-awareness. That's like those Oprah aha moments. It doesn't need to be something huge that changes our lives. It's often a shift in our thinking and what happens is it creates that space between the thing that happens and the way we react. And as we become more aware, that space grows. So for example, you know, if I went out and someone said something that upset me, okay, that's that action. And then usually I would just go straight to behaving in a certain way. But now because of this self-awareness and for example, this strategy, I've my self-awareness has now stepped up a level, right? It's helped me. It's shifted that space. So now when I'm in that situation, the person will say something, but I've got that moment momentary space where that self-awareness has created that I can look at it and go, okay, I have a choice here. I have a choice to be a reactive person or a proactive person. I have a choice to live, to put this in my circle of concern or to put this in my circle of influence. And now I'll know, okay, this is a circle of concern. I can't control this person's response. I'm not responsible for who this ch- ch- the person chooses to be. I'm only responsible for who I choose to be and what I bring to the table. And I choose to be a person that lives by their values, who doesn't want to do that whole tit for tat, and who can understand that usually people will only give us what they're able to. The way people respond to us is where they're at at that point in their life. And that's actually got nothing to do with us. That's a circle of concern thing. Our behavior, that's our circle of influence. Where we're at in our lives is our circle of influence. And our behavior should come and our response should come from that instead of our circle of concern. So I feel like this is, again, such a fantastic and simple strategy. And it really helps us to look at something that comes up and as we start worrying, you know, we say, okay, is it in our circle of influence or is it in our circle of concern? And if it's in our circle of concern, well, I can't do anything about that. And then we shift back to the things that we have in our circle of influence and work on those anyways. So I really hope that you found this strategy useful. It's actually really helped me, really shifted my way of being and I really appreciate it. And it's such a simple way, really, um, And I hope that this creates that little space of awareness for you between that action and that behavior Um, in any sort of situation. I feel like this is a big one too with family, especially because we always have that family member that has something to say um, about what we do or who we are or how we should be. And oftentimes it's so easy to walk away upset because we feel like we're not meeting the expectations of others. Whereas now, if we can look at someone and say, okay, circle of influence situation, this sorry, circle of concern situation, this is not in my circle of influence, then we can actually take a step back, give ourselves an objective view, take a breather, and really remember that it's more important that we live by our own principles versus the behavior and the reactions and the expectations of others. 
So thank you so much for being here. I loved recording this episode. Oh, I love talking about this stuff. I hope you really enjoyed it. Please send me an email. I will attach my email in the description or join us on the email list. You, um, I usually write about more content like this um, and really just try to talk about little things that help us shift and help us to create the life that we want to become the person that we want to be. So thanks again for listening. And in the meantime, feel free to check out the other episodes. Um, Check out searchingforbetter.net, which has heaps more content on there as well. And until the next episode, have a really lovely day or night, depending on where you are in the world and where where you're listening. Um, And thanks again. I will speak to you in the next episode.